it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Royal Rumble season. This is your Raw Review, the go-home show for this Saturday's Royal Rumble. And boy, did we deliver tonight some great, great matches, some hilarious segments outside of wrestling. It just, yeah, it was some good stuff tonight. So... We'll just check things right off. We started off with a WWE Championship weigh-in. It's like a big prize fight, and it's happened to be between Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Now, as you might imagine, Bobby Lashley, MVP coming out, you know, everything is business. He's ready to go. Bobby's got, you know, his, his jumpsuit on. He's ready to, you know, take off the shirt like he's supposed to and do the proper weigh-in and everything else. And then there's Brock Lesnar, <laughs> who comes out in jeans, a flannel shirt, and a leather cowboy hat. Yep. We've gone full cowboy, and I am absolutely here for it. I, just <laughs> I don't know what Brock's doing this go-around besides just having fun. It's just some of the best stuff. Uh, Brock is obviously right now in peak form. Uh, he busted out the Bobby who reference again, and Bobby was just completely frustrated by this whole thing because he came out here taking it seriously and Brock's out here in jeans and a leather cowboy hat and clearly not caring at all. And it was just, it was good. It was entertaining. And it brought a little bit more hype to this match come Saturday. So after that, though, we then kicked off our in-ring action for the night. It was Bianca Belair taking on the queen, Zelina Vega, with Bianca getting the win in a very, very interesting match. It was pretty damn good, not going to lie. Bianca with a ridiculous... Uh, transition into the KOD to get the win. Uh, looking strong going into the Rumble come Saturday. So I look forward to seeing who's going to pull it out for the women's side of things. And uh, punches their ticket to WrestleMania. After that, 
we had ourselves a United States title match. After Kevin Owens pinned Damian Priest last week, giving Priest his first pinfall loss since he's come up from NXT to Raw, got himself a title shot. And I'm like, oh, shit, look at that. They actually did it correctly. This match, however, absolute fire. It was fantastic until the ending. Damien shows his ugly face, gets himself disqualified. So kind of a sour ending to a really good match. However, it does give Kevin Owens a rematch. And I would assume possibly that this will happen at the Rumble itself, which would be perfect. But that remains to be seen. Uh, He actually was later chastised by Sonya Deville stating that he needs to get his, you know, his button to gear because if he doesn't, he can get fined, he can get suspended or worse. So Priest needs to hold that in check, and I don't know if that's going to happen. After that, six-woman tag action as Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and the 24-7 champion Dana Brooke took on Nikki A.S.H., Tamina, and Carmella. Rhea getting the submission victory here over Carmella. Then he is a victim of a hit and run by Nikki A.S.H. Continuing that feud going into the Rumble. So I definitely can expect some some fireworks from those two when it comes to the Rumble. Uh, After that, we moved on to (laughs) the academic... You know, excellence, try trying to figure out how, exactly how Chad Gable put it. But over the next three weeks, there's going to be different challenges. And if Rated RK Bro are able to win two out of three, or maybe they're going to make them win all three, then they will have their rematch for the tag team championships. So today, this first competition was a spelling bee. Yes, I did say that correctly, a spelling bee. And I I have to say, I have to give big props to this crowd tonight. They were on fire for this entire show, especially for this segment and it not like a mad they weren't like it wasn't a go home like heat fire it was legitimate booing for chad gable and they were loud about it and it was outstanding i'm so happy for chad this man has busted his ass for so long and he's finally starting to get the recognition that he deserves I love the whole the master gimmick that he has, graduating with a 4.0, telling everybody to shush, telling the crowds not to boo education, which I agree with because I'm going for my bachelor's and I don't ever want to boo education. So, guys, maybe maybe, maybe you should listen and, and listen to the master. He knows what he's talking about. But this... This was outstanding. They first had Otis, and Otis gets his word correct. Then they go to Riddle, and Riddle gets his word correct. 
Then it bounces back to Chad. And Chad spells his word correctly. However, it was the wrong word. <laughs> so he's eliminated. Now, if Randy gets his word correct, our rated RK bro gets the win. The funny part of it is Randy's word was dumbbell, which they spec- they said that it is one of the most commonly misspelled words ever. And it makes sense because if you think about it, you wouldn't necessarily think there'd be two B's in dumbbell. But there is. Randy gets it right. Rated RK bro wins. Chad is hot. He is mad. (laughs) A lot of good stuff. So out of this whole thing, Randy gets on the mic and completely just runs down Gable, telling him that he's going to spell out for him during their one-on-one match how he's going to kick his ass with obviously the three most dangerous letters in all of sports entertainment. Fantastic matchup. Between these two, I love that Chad Gable not only got the full segment, but he got a full match with Randy Orton as well. Otis obviously trying to get involved, really getting involved as well. Match ends with Chad Gable getting a little distracted. Randy able to slap on the RKO, pretty much drops him on his head and gets the win. Fantastic match. Now, the stipulation for this whole thing was that if uh, whoever won this first challenge got to pick the second challenge. So somehow Randy allowed Riddle to get on the mic. (laughs) And he said that next week we're going to have ourselves a scooter race. And I'm like, oh boy, this should be interesting. Funny thing of it is, I have a feeling that Chad and Otis are going to win. Now, what Otis is going to look like on a scooter... It's going to be amazing in its own right. I I can't wait to see what they actually come up with for this. So I look forward to it. Thanks, guys. You already now make me ready for next week's Raw. They have our fourth therapy session for Miss Bliss. And she's already looking like she's starting to slowly come back to normal like she today she had longer hair and it wasn't up in the buns it was still in the ponytails but her colors were just the black today and uh, she answered questions she told the story of how she first met lily and the therapist seemed to be completely engaged with it and it's nice to see her not destroying things so she's slowly coming out of the fiendish style character so i'm i'm very interested to see where they go with this um i can kind of expect her to show up at the rumble but at this point i don't know like the therapy clearly isn't over yet so maybe her showing up at the rumble is a problem but i hear rumors that they're having difficulty filling in 30 women for this women's royal rumble They've offered a lot of contracts or a lot of uh, offers extended to a lot of now former WWE women's you know wrestlers, and a lot of them have just said no, especially after they've been they've been cut. Um, so honestly, I don't blame them for saying no because why would you want to go back to a company that literally just dropped you on your ass? So good for them. Uh, but I'm interested to see what WWE can do to fill that 
void because if they're having that problem, then it's a bigger issue than than you think. After that, AJ Styles, Austin Theory in their rematch. Vince telling Austin Theory that he wants a damn good selfie, but unfortunately he does not get that tonight. This another fantastic match. AJ Styles putting this kid, making him feel like, or making him look like a million bucks, and Austin Theory already looks incredible as it is. AJ getting the victory here. Some good stuff. We got more Veer hype. This man has been coming since October. Yes, I said that correctly. And I don't know when he's going to show up. I, part of me hopes he, this is this is what I'm thinking. Part of me hopes he really shows up at the Rumble. He comes in, he eliminates some people, eventually gets, you know, he gets eliminated, and then he still doesn't show up at Raw. <laughs> this is turning into a running gag at this point, and it's outstanding. The crowd loves it. The uh, Twitter loves it. It's just, it's a lot of fun. I, I'm really thoroughly enjoying this whole thing. Um, and also, I have to, I have to throw out some kudos here for AJ Styles. This man is 44 years old, and he is still able to do the things, most of the things, anyways, that his 24 year old body has been doing. It's just. I'm so happy he signed a multi-year deal to to continue to stay with WWE so we get to see him do more ridiculous things for the next few years. So hopefully this leads to more title runs for him, especially WWE or Universal Championship. So we'll see. So after AJ getting his victory, we had ourselves a nice little backstage interview uh, with both Becky Lynch and Dewdrop. Becky looking like... A woman on her throne uh, in some of the pictures that WWE put out today. Uh, it was pretty cool to see. Um, basically, just the standard building up the match uh, for Saturday. I'm very intrigued about this match as well. Um, just for the sheer size difference between Dewdrop and Becky, uh, I, I don't honestly know how they're going to go with this. I, I, it's... I will I will honestly say for this rumble I have a lot of questions for a lot of these matches they're they're not all cut and dry which is outstanding I love that it makes you pay more attention and it's like oh these these picks that we're going to be making pretty soon are are going to be interesting <laughs> but uh, at the end of this Dewdrop finding her way uh, out of the interview and is able to locate Becky and, you know, they're face-to-face. They're arguing with one another. People coming in to break them up apart. Yeah. Some good hype for this match. After that, they do an interview with Dominic and Rey Mysterio, kind of hyping the new WWE 2K22 game that is coming out in March. That'll be something that we'll talk about when that comes out. I think I might do myself a little review of this game. Um, I've I've been a big WWE wrestling game fan um, I've owned every single game uh, in the old series, like the PS1, PS2 era, uh, and then I took a break uh, until two, uh, WWE 12, I believe, and I bought every single year up until 20. I actually I had this bad feeling about 20 before it came out, and the fact that 
They had no gameplay. They had no nothing. And then the videos that I saw after the game had been released was just nightmarish. And I'm so glad I saved money not buying that game. I just continued to play 19 uh, up until I got my PS5 and I haven't. I kind of put it I put it away. So I'm looking forward to 2K22. Um I'm still debating whether I want to pre-order and what version of the pre-order that I want to do. Um, but I will be eventually buying the game. So, yeah, I will probably do a review at some point. So stay tuned, guys. Some some new content coming, coming to you from above the rig. But getting back to the interview, uh, we talked about, or Ray had talked about what had happened last week with him eliminating Dominic when they were doing their their jokes after the ring and um Dominic saying you know he's going to show his father you know that what he can do by winning the Royal Rumble uh after Dominic had uh, Ray had talked about being on the cover talking about how you know he wants to be you know the Royal Rumble winner as well and Dominic's like, oh, you know, it's fine. I'll, I, I want to eventually make my you know, make my father proud, and I want to be, you know, on the cover one day, and I'll start off by winning the Rumble. Ray kind of looks at him and goes, so that means, he puts his arm around him, so that means you're going to have to throw your old man out. You know, you throw Pops out. Is that how this is going to work? And Dominic just kind of smiled at him. He's like, well, after what you did last week, you know, anything's possible. And Ray's like, you're kidding. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Dominic starts to walk off, and Ray's like, you're kidding, right? No, Ray. Dom ain't playing. He's coming. He's coming. So we then have the tag team action that's next. It's the Street Profits taking on Ray and Dominic Mysterio in another ridiculous match. This got fun after the match ended. So Ray getting a little sneaky gets the the pin on uh montez then all the fun starts because dominic tried to be slick as ray was celebrating towards the ropes tried to try to throw his father out ray wrapped his legs around dominic's head threw him out of the ring so ha all this fun then montez gets back in the ring and throws out Dominic, uh, throws out, sorry, throws out Ray. Everybody's laughing. And then Dawkins grabs Montez and throws him out. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. We got some some playful fun. After that, which is even more fun, the Dirty Dogs arrived, eliminated Dawkins, which then caused both the Mysterios and the Street Profits to get in the ring start beating up on the dirty dogs and throwing both of them over the top rope. And then this segment ends with all four of them in, in each corner of the ring, looking at each other and trying to make sure that their you know, their backs are defended so they don't get tossed over again. I love Royal rumble season. It's just, it's just fun. And it gets you on that road to WrestleMania and it's, yeah, it's just good stuff. After that, Seth Rollins has a fantastic um, segment in the back with a promo talking about how he wants to make one more appearance on Friday to talk to his brother, Roman Reigns. So that will be a lot of fun to watch come Friday. 
they then <laughs> sometimes I swear WWE does this to, to purposely aggravate people. They showed a commercial for NXT and it was rotating around Gunther, the former Walter. And oh lord, people are mad at this name change. And it's funny because after the change, I'm glad that they didn't add the Stark name. It kind of takes it away from what had happened. You know, obviously, whoever decided on this name in the first place clearly didn't do their homework, and that's on them, not on Walter. Um, Gunther, it's fine. It is what it is. Kind of just go with it, and we'll see what happens. But it was interesting to see that this past week, Finn Balor himself had commented on um, what people were saying and saying, hey, remember, people hated the name Finn, too. And I remember that. It's funny when he said that. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. because People were pissed off because he wasn't Prince Divot anymore. He was Finn Balor, and everybody hated it. And now Finn's one of the most popular superstars, the one of the most over people in all of wrestling on the WWE side of things. And it's like people forget. Like, they remember he's Prince Divot. But right now, he's Finn Balor. That's just how this works. I get it. Walter carries a lot of weight. But that's Walter's name. That's not a WWE product. So now he's Gunther. So now Gunther will start to carry some weight. It might take some time for people to come around to it. And that's fine. He wants to be called Gunther now. We'll see what happens. Imperium's still a thing. So I'm still happy because Imperium's still there. So we'll move on from that. Our main event of the night was not a match, but it was a celebration. As Maurice had her birthday this past Friday, so Miz threw the biggest party that he possibly could, hired top-notch security to keep Edge and Beth Phoenix away. And, well... Miz gives these elaborate gifts to Maurice. Maurice's all happy. She's all excited. And naturally, the show ends with Edge and Beth coming out. They chase Miz and Maurice away and then proceed to destroy this top-notch security. And it's just a good time. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this match, too. Part of me feels like this is going to be a short match because Edge and Beth are just going to absolutely obliterate both Miz and Maurice. But that's just my thought here. But definitely this show delivered. Um, this was a good show moving into the pay-per-view. I look forward to seeing what NXT does on Tuesday. SmackDown on Friday. And then obviously the Rumble itself is on Saturday. Now, still planning to do a Rumble's pick show. Uh, it's going to be myself and uh, either one or two members of the boys over at Back to the Ring. Sam, unfortunately, will will not be joining us. He's still on his sabbatical vacation, and God bless him because the man deserves it. Uh, so we look forward to having him back in uh, February, and we will get this we will get this pick show out, and then we'll start talking Rumble stuff. And then after that, we're on the road to WrestleMania, and then we start talking. Before WrestleMania, we still have one more stop, and that's the Elimination Chamber. But that's down the road. Guys, that's it for the show tonight. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Please make sure that you follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. 
You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as well the ring as well. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream, and you can follow this podcast on every pod- every podcasting platform that's out there. If we're uh, not on one that you're listening to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. Though you can do all your one stop podcast shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. Again, guys, thank you so much. We look forward to this week. It's going to be a great week for wrestling altogether. Um, beach break for AEW fans out there. It should be a lot of fun as well. Um, but most importantly, guys, please remember to ship it and join the bedlam. Have a wonderful evening. Good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.